Opinions expressed in this show are not necessarily that of Verke Radio, our affiliates, advertisers, or sponsors. The opinions are that of the hosts and their guests. Enjoy the show. Brooklyn, Queens, the Bronx, Staten, and Manhattan. You are listening to BashaniRadio.com. New York City, always talking about everything. 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 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. On demand, powerful talk radio. We global, and you can't do nothing about it. BashaniRadio.com. Always talking about everything. Keep it locked. Keep it locked. Blotitious, skeevy, delicious. Give me couscous, love me good. Damn, Hollis to Hollywood, but is he good? I guess like the jeans, uh, flavor like praline. Sick daddy, I mean, Papa love it when he does it. It gets buzzed. But tell me, was it really just the flavor that be clogging your ears? The most healthy behavior is to stay in the clear. It's all for you, it's really all for you. Punch back, close your eyes, try to munch that. Oil up your ankles, let your Tim's tap. Bite the flavor, it reacts to your gold caps. Word to mama, I tongue kiss a piranha. Electrocuted barracuda, I'm here to bring the drama. Tune your radio. Tune in. Now, you can tune in to this radio station on any smartphone or tablet. iPhone. Android. Blackberry. Nokia. Samsung. Windows phones. Or whatever you have. Download the free TuneIn app from your phone or tablet's app store. Tune in with music, sports, news, and comedy. From over 70,000 radio stations around the world, including this Beasley Broadcast Group station. Check it out at TuneIn.com. Or your app store. The opinions expressed during the sponsored programs on this station are strictly those of the program hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of Beasley Broadcast Group, this station, its staff, other advertisers, or agencies. Peace and love, family. You are listening to It's Bigger Than Hip Hop Radio. And it's presented like a jewel. And then because we have Facebook and Twitter and we're able to share this information, the information is getting out there more. Dr. Julia here. Because we live in a racist society and you can get arrested, black boys, for walking while black, thinking while black, driving while black, and anything you're doing while black. Dick Gregory. I can go and tell you why this program you have is so beautiful. That one, truth don't never have to be validated by ignorance. But ignorance will never validate truth. This is It's Bigger Than Hip Hop Radio. Tune in every Friday from 10 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern on WWEAM 1100 on iHeartRadio. And so again, I said, you know, what you're doing is very important. And a lot of times when you do shows like this, you must have people listen to the tape recorder or make the tape available. Hit us up on the hotline at 404 And now, Jeff Hodges. 
What's good, everybody? What's good? Welcome to another edition of It's Bigger Than Hip Hop. I'm your host, Jeff Hodges. And I'm your girl, Shauna. Yes, yes. And this is wonderful, wonderful to be in the building as always. You guys know I love the radio. And as always, we continue to do what we do, continue to bring you what you need. And as always, we have the lovely and individual guests that come through with some great information. You know, we just definitely uh, got a great show for you tonight. Now, tonight, my special guest... As uh, we get ready to kick it off, is a CPA and entrepreneur, real estate developer, and a founding member of the Inner Circle LLC. And without further delay, because there's so much more we're going to learn about this gentleman, welcome to the show, everybody, A. Donahue Baker. Woo! What's happening? What's happening? What's good, fam? Hi. How are you? I'm awesome. I'm awesome, man. I'm really <laughs> excited to be on with y'all tonight. No doubt. We appreciate y'all, you know, Jeff and Shana. Awesome. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> We're really excited to have you uh, come talk about some uh, generational wealth. Let us know uh, some great information. Awesome. I mean, where do you want to start? There's so much to talk about. Well, I, mean, definitely. I, I know one uh, thing I, I want to start with. What's that A stand for, man? What's that A stand for? A all right, my my government is on Anthony. All right, so but but my family, my 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 mother, my brother, my my dad, everyone calls me by my middle name, which is Donahue. So I'm known as Donahue, and that's really the name that I've used even in the music industry, which is my foundation. So I was like, you know, I was feeling the show because that's my roots, hip hop. No question. You know? so, that's 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 the name that I was going by, Donahue and, and Don for short. Got you, and that's definitely an excellent segue to my first question. You being a Grammy nominated music producer, is music still a passion of yours? It is. It definitely is a passion. Um, but you know, music, you know, when the type of the, the, the type of investment that I put into music I don't make anymore. You know, I used to be in the studio for two, three days at a time. You know, I produced uh, some really awesome artists. I work with some really uh, great artists. Um, you know, most most notably Music Soul Child, uh, and, and that was the artist that went multi platinum. Um, but I've worked with Amory. Uh, I've worked with um, Nas. I've worked with uh, a number of different uh, Raekwon, number of different hip hop artists as well. So you know, hip hop is my passion. Still is. Um, if I could tell you today who's hot, I, I love. I don't know if you guys are into New York hip hop, but Fred, I'm from up Fred top. the Godson is, is to me a beast. No doubt, and we waiting to get him on deck. So yes, sir, you just hit it on the nail. Yes, sir. Go ahead, though. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm familiar with your webinar turning thousandaires into millionaires, right? First of all, I just want to say I love that. Um, I'm waiting for you to turn me from a thousandaire to a millionaire. <laughs> so tell me, how did you get started with that? Well, it really, you know, I'm a CPA by trade. So when I, I had a production deal on Sony, my, my uh, label got dropped. Then I, I was pretty much in a situation where I had to just have to start to create income. And then I uh, went back to school, became a CPA. And then I started working with really wealthy clients. And I, I realized that the people that created wealth, they had either businesses or real estate. Mm -hmm. And I, I studied them and I just came up with, a strategy to do the same thing, to emulate those same people that created wealth. And that's how it all, that, that everything started from that, the principle of just working with others and following their paths. I have mentors and, and people that just show me how to do things. And today I own over 400 units and 
uh, it's, it's been a blessing. Wow. So with earning over 400 units, learning everything that you have learned about that, what are three things that you feel are necessary strategies to gain success and wealth? The most important is um, having a mentor, right? Because mm -hmm. there's really nothing new under the sun. Mm -hmm. Really nothing new. You can package it different. You can do different things. But if you just follow successful people and emulate what they've done, mm -hmm. you can achieve the same level of success. That's, that's really the most important thing. Um, and then from there, other things that fall in line, too, just having the right mindset um, and, and, and realizing that generational wealth Mm. And wealth in general, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a marathon. It's really, I mean, it's not a race. It definitely is a marathon. It's something that's achieved over multi, multi lifetimes. You know, it's the Oprah's and the, the Bill Gates. Mm. Those guys didn't just come along and, and uh, do it really, really quick. They had a, a solid foundation. And it's really important that we kind of acknowledge that building generational wealth starts with, you know, starts with like you like you have to run your leg of the race with the idea that you have the baton and you're going to gain as much ground no matter how far behind you are you're going to gain as much ground and then pass it on to the next mm -hmm. so the idea is to pass it on to the next that's the key wow you know that's so funny that you talk about passing it on to the next because i recently just read an article um where it was speaking about denzel washington passing on a baton of acting to michael b jordan and he basically was speaking about the same thing you were speaking about you know it's about having a mentor and just guiding them just not telling them what to do but actually guiding them so i really appreciate that coming from you because as a young person in this generation myself you know sometimes i find like i know what i want to do i just need someone to guide me there so so that's a really big thing what's your biggest motivation with, with helping people what's your biggest motivation my biggest motivation is, is I'm having a son mm -hmm. um, I just gave I would say gave life <laughs> um, to my son his name is Legacy and really oh. when he came into this world um, it just allowed me to just look at things in a whole different perspective and, um, you know, every day I look at this little guy and I'm just like, you know, he can't even talk yet. But I realize the struggles, the, the, the pain that's, that's going to be ahead for him. And I just want to make life as easy for him as possible. And, and he's been blessed, you know, this far. And I just want to continue to bless him. And one, like the biggest gift that I can give him is to say, you know what? You can do whatever you want in life. You don't have to get a job. You don't have to do anything. It's really just about this is my gift to you. And the reason why I named them Legacy is because it's powerful, you know? Like Donald Trump, Donald yeah, Trump named hot. his son Baron. You know what a Baron is? No. A Baron is an aristocrat. A Baron is a ruler. They're not talking about getting jobs in, in Donald Trump's house. They're talking about ruling. And I think in our community, we have to realize that a job is a fallback. It's more important to be an entrepreneur. You know, you get a job to make you become an entrepreneur, right. but an entrepreneur needs to be the first step. And that's really what I try to tell young people, you know, people of all ages that, you know, think entrepreneur first and then think job. Indeed. So talk about what are some of the strategies you have for the newer generation to build a successful financial portfolio? Number one, it's two ways to get generational wealth. I start with real estate because the barrier to entry is really, really low. So the, the very first step I would make is owning a home, 
but not just a single-family home, owning a multi-family home. And make sure that you own a multi-family home, you're living rent-free. Mm-hmm. So there's an awesome government program. It's called an FHA loan. Okay. You can pretty much get into any property that you live in for 3.5% down. If you flip the script on that program, instead of getting a single family like most people do, if you get a multifamily, get a four or three family, you live, you literally can live rent-free. So you live in one side, you rent out the other two or three units, and you do the same thing. You know, you basically just live, you live rent-free, and then when you move out, you're getting income. That's just the first step. You know, imagine if you're like 20 years old, you, you buy a four family, you live rent-free, you rent out the other three, you have an income coming in, and that's income that comes in for the rest of your life. Right. That's, 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 you just keep going and going. And when you're that young, when you're 20, your expenses aren't crazy. You don't have the, the, the crazy car, you don't have the, you know, children yet. Well, some people got kids at that age, but <laughs> long story short, kids are expensive, so, you know, you got to plan for those. But long story short, that should be the first step to really building generational wealth. Okay. So what makes your CPA company one of the best at what it does? Let them people know about that. Well, normally, um, you know, what I focus on is I, I basically develop tax strategies that allow individuals to build generational wealth. Mm-hmm. The new tax laws that are coming down next year are going to be, you know, say what you want about Trump, but there's going to be a lot of wealth created just off the tax laws. For example, the changes that are taking place right now, I'm actually going to make $100,000 just off legislative changes in the, in, the, in the tax code. And different loopholes that exist, you can imagine how big business is going to take advantage of these loopholes just because this bill was rushed through Congress. There's lots of ways in which you can avoid, and I, and I don't I have to... I have to phrase that terminology. It's not it's not anything illegal, but you can avoid certain taxes based on the structure that you choose to conduct your business. Indeed, indeed. You're listening to It's Bigger Than Hip Hop. I'm your host, Jeff Hodges. On the phone is our very special guest, CPA, A. Donahue Baker. You have any questions, y'all give us a call, 404-603-8770. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Host of Torrens Animal Facts Podcast. You're listening to It's Bigger Than Hip Hop on iHeartRadio. Please check out my podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud, where I talk about cool animals. Today's episode is about the sloth bear. Sloth bears use suction to eat termites from termite mounds. They live in India and... Some predators are tigers, doles, and leopards. They hunt sloth bear cubs. And a full-grown male sloth bear can kill cubs. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe. Bye! 
What you talking about? Check it. What's up? This is Damien Crazy Legs Hall, co-owner of WWRN Radio. Keep us locked 24-7 and enjoy our classic hip-hop and R&B station. Don't touch that dial, baby. Hey everyone, it's me, Miss Kim B, and I am the executive producer of the Young Talent Experience. I am here to tell you about the one and only official Praise Dancers Award coming on Saturday, June 23rd, 2018 at the beautiful Georgia International Convention Center in College Park, Georgia. Doors open at 2 p.m. This event is about recognizing our community's praise dancers and local performing artists, and we know the entertainment is going to help you move and groove in the spirit. Hey, vendors, executive vendor spaces are still available, so come and get them while they're hot. Learn how you can become a sponsor or volunteer for the day. Discount tickets are still available until May the 1st, 2018. For more information, visit us on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. And better yet, visit our website at www.praisedancersaward.com. It's bigger than hip-hop. Breakfast is over. It's dinner time now. Every Friday, 10 p.m., live on iHeartRadio. See you on the stage. This is none other than Marlena, a.k.a. Lois Wayne. Breakfast is over. It's dinner time now on It's Bigger Than Hip Hop with your host, Jeff Hodges, on iHeartRadio every Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern. It's bigger, it's bigger, it's bigger than hip hop, yeah. And we back. On the phone with us, very special guest, CPA, A. Donahue Baker. We talk about generational wealth. Tell me something. When we were talking about music, I kind of had to slide off, but I wanted to know what caused you to switch it up from music to going into become a, a CPA. Um, it wasn't voluntarily done. <laughs> it was literally because um, we put, oh, we had a, a label deal on Sony, and uh, you know we had an opportunity to work with a lot of different artists, and we chose to put all our effort into this one artist. Long story short, uh, she got dropped. Uh, mm-hmm. Donnie Einer was the president at the time. Donnie Einer signed, signed us. And um, when his, his administration went out, uh, all the projects went out with him. So, you know, we're, we're a casualty of, um, of um, getting, just being caught up in the mix, so to speak. So that, that's kind of what led me to pursue other endeavors besides music. No doubt. Now, uh, what were some of the struggles you endured that others might come across when dealing with real estate, especially being new at it? Yeah, definitely. I mean, number one, you got to have a team. Got to have a team. Like, ultimately, a lot of people, what they'll do is they'll start real estate and then they'll say, oh, man, I got a team. And then, you know, inevitably something is going to break. Something is going to go wrong. But if you have a team, you have that support. But people that don't have that team, they they hit that, 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 tribulation and then they say oh real estate doesn't work no it's just a, it's a map you know you really have to be able to strategize and you really need a team behind you so that you can handle everything that comes down the pike it's pretty right. predictable now earlier you were talking about your strategies to generate wealth explain what the ic app is how you created yeah literally i'm working on an app right now still in development I'm working with some great um, engineers in New York City, but basically the app goes as such. You pretty much give the app where you want to go in terms of material income, right? So let's say you want to make $10,000 a month. You punch in that into the app, and that app 
gives you a list of three alternatives. Now, based on the statistical output of your makeup, because everyone is unique, it gives you a roadmap to get $10,000 a month. For some people, that may be real estate. Other people, it may be a business or a combination of the both. But it's using AI, which is artificial intelligence, combination of that, and it's still in development. I've invested a lot of money behind it, and uh, it's still coming. It's still in, in, in development right now. But later this year, maybe by the end of the summer, you should be hearing a lot about that because um, it'll be going live. No doubt. Now, how does a college student with barely any credit go about becoming a homeowner? Um, I'm sorry, could you repeat that question? The co- college student I heard, but the, what Bare- was the question? I said barely with any credit go about becoming a homeowner. All right, so a college student with any credit. Well, college students, number one, it's not like they have bad credit. They just they just don't have a credit history. And it's really easy to, like I said earlier, to get that FHA mortgage. All you really need is um, if you have a 680 credit score, which... You know, is is for a college student that's pretty good, and you have some income, you can pretty much qualify for that FHA program that I discussed earlier on. You know, that really should be the first step for any young person is getting that FHA and getting a, a multifamily apartment, and then living in one side. It's called house hacking. Living in one side and then renting out the other. Yeah, that's yeah. a surefire way to get consistent income when you don't have a lot of expenses. Definitely, definitely. Now, understanding saving money is a big part, you know, of investing. How much money is a good start for an entering into the real estate game? Yeah, I would say that, you know, if you have, if you can save up about $15,000, I think that's an excellent start. The $15,000, I basically can show you how to generate about $1,000 a month. Um, and that's buy and hold. That's not wholesaling. But even if you don't have the 15000 you can go wholesaling and do other other strategies to get that money up. But if you have $15,000, I think that that's an awesome uh, amount of money to have in which you can start to invest depending on what part of the country you're at. Obviously, in New York City, it's a little different. But if you're outside of, like, L.A. and, and, and New York and the big uh, metropolises, um, you know, $15,000 can, can really generate some, some good income uh, in most in most cities. Now, do you host workshops and such, you know, teaching this, this generation of wealth where people can locate you? If so, give them that information. Absolutely. Um, I, I really don't have a workshop. I really don't have a class right now. I'll be completely honest with you. I just love people to win. So mm-hmm. I literally, people hit me on Instagram. I, I help them. I do. I go. If I need to, I will have one-on-one conversations with them. This week in particular, I'm just meeting five people i'm taking them out to dinner and i'm just going to give them (laughs) tremendous value and just help them to whatever they're doing whether it's business and i can use my cpa skills or whether it's real estate and i can tell them how to really build an empire you know either way i just offer that advice and anybody that wants it it's it's for the taking all you got to do is just contact me on instagram or shoot me an email um, and it's all in the show notes. I'm sure that you guys will have my, my IG tag in the show notes. But it's at A. Donahue Baker. You can call me there. You can, um, you know, contact me there and just reach out to me. And I'll, I'll do my best to help whatever journey, whatever path you, you choose. No question. 
Now, speaking of Instagram, I follow you on Instagram. And one of the quotes that stuck out to me, I see you post a lot of quotes, and they actually are really motivating to me. So, first of all, I want to thank you for that. And thank you. one of the quotes that stuck out to me was, to be rich, you have to be making money while you're asleep. What Can you talk about that? Explain exactly what does that mean? Absolutely. So the question everyone should ask, right? The question everyone should ask is, what can I do one time? What can I do one time and doing it one time gets me paid forever for the rest of my life? So I work really hard to do one thing one time and gets me paid for the rest of my life. Now, for most people, I was in the music game, I get a royalty check, right? Mm. I worked really hard, I did a record. I get paid as long as, you know, Music Soul Child album is selling or other artists is selling, I get a check. That's, that's a royalty. Or it could be maybe you got a certain skill. Maybe you can create a course. You get, you put that course out there, work hard one time, and they can, you know, make an infinite amount of money. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a book. Some people out there can write. You write that book, write it, put all your talents into that book. That thing can give you royalties for infinite, infinite amount of, amount of time. So basically that's the premise behind that. You want to create a situation where you do something one time and get paid for the rest of your life. Real estate is like that. If I purchase a building, apartment building, right now I'm working on a 107-unit apartment complex, literally, I can purchase that apartment complex, hire a property manager, and I don't really have to do anything for as long as I'm alive. And in fact, my child doesn't have to do anything for as long as he's alive, as long as he maintains that and, 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 and just fixes the asset, maintains the asset. So basically that's the premise behind that. And that's what I'm trying to tell people. That's the essence of generational wealth. And that is definitely some profound and useful information, brother. And we want to thank you for being on It's Bigger Than Hip Hop. And uh, y'all heard him. Y'all reached out to him. Y'all trying to get that generational wealth going. Reach out to the brother over there on Instagram. Want to thank you again for being part of the show. Donahue, it's been an honor and a pleasure. Absolutely. Jeff, Donna, really, really love you. I wanted to say one thing. Can I? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I definitely wanted to, um, I I definitely wanted to acknowledge Donna because she, she has my favorite saying right now. It's dinner time. That, I I hijacked that phrase. So, you know, I definitely wanted, wanted to acknowledge her for that. Uh, Yeah. uh, Yeah. Let me tell you what that, (laughs) no doubt. Appreciate you guys. And I'm definitely a, a, a fan. So, I'm really honored to be on the show. Thanks for having me. We appreciate you. you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. (laughs) It's bigger than hip-hop, y'all. We're going to give you that moment of hip-hop. That was our very special guest, A. Donahue Baker. Y'all go check him out over there on Instagram. We'll be right back. Lena, a.k.a. Lois Lane. Breakfast is over. It's dinner time now on It's Bigger Than Hip-Hop with your host, Jeff Hodges, on iHeartRadio every Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern. It's bigger, it's bigger, it's bigger than hip-hop, yeah. It's Bigger Than Hip-Hop Radio presents A Moment in Hip-Hop with Mocha Brown. From nodding our heads to players ball to ragtime into the controversial Rosa Parks, we ride for Outkast. This rap duo formed in 1991 in East Point, Georgia. Members Andre 3000 Benjamin and Antoine Big Boy Patton 
were schoolmates who shared a passion for rap music. Their height of success in the 1990s and early 2000s helped to popularize Southern hip hop. Many say they put Southern rap and Atlanta on the map. Outkast gave us a diversity of musical genres in their songs by often incorporating jazz and funk into them. Dre's melodic flow and psychedelic lyrics float above these musical fusions while Big Boy's smooth punchlines anchor the ship. It's bigger than hip-hop radio salutes, outcasts, true pioneers of hip-hop. I'm Mocha Brown with your moment in hip-hop. This is Karen White, and breakfast is over. It's dinner time now, every Friday on iHeartRadio. It's bigger than hip-hop with your host, Jeff Hodges. Yo, she man, Erg 7. Friday night, 10 p.m. Eastern. I got it locked right here with my man, Jeff Hodges, on iHeartRadio's It's Bigger Than Hip-Hop. What you talking about? Check it. What's up? This is Damien Crazy Legs Hall, co-owner of WWRN Radio. Keep us locked 24-7 and enjoy our classic hip-hop and R&B station. Don't touch that dial, baby. It's bigger than hip-hop. You know where we continue to have those high, infinite power, healing our people type conversations with brilliant black minds. I'm Jeff Hodges, and tonight... My very special guest on this second half, two-time Grammy nominee, Image Award winner, singer-songwriter, actress, and movie producer in the building, Miss Karen White. Hey, hey, Jeb. How you doing? How you guys doing? I'm it's, doing good. It's definitely an honor and a pleasure to have you and uh, definitely excited, you know, to see the works that you're doing, you know. Uh, reinventing yourself is definitely an art form that I'm really excited about and a fan of and you have mastered that coming back 17 years later after raising your beautiful daughter which congratulations doing a thing over there as a newscaster and uh, you came back with this movie Gale in a Storm also with the soundtrack tell us a little bit about that well, I mean, first of all, I, I never planned on saying I'm going to go away from the music business and come back in 17 years because that shit sounds crazy. Right, <laughs> yeah. right, right. It's like, okay, but you know, when you're born to do a thing, mm-hmm. God just, you know, you won't be happy until you're doing that. And that's what I realized. Um, but when I was away, I was flipping homes and, right. you know, being a mother, doing, being, doing real estate. And so... I really grew as a businesswoman, so I don't really regret that part. But now coming back into the game where, you know, you can be in control of your destiny, I love it because, you know, I don't have a label. And now, so it's just a... It's like, you know, when you're working out, you, when you're first starting out, it's like it's hard, and that's how it is. It's like it's it's tough, mm-hmm. but you got to hang in there, and, um, you know, it'll be worth it in the end when your body is banging, right? You know what I'm talking about, sisters. <laughs> no so, yeah, so I'm back with, um, I'm really excited, you know, doing acting and and uh, this story, Gail in the Storm. Who is Gail Storm? She's a force in nature. Right. I mean, she stepped away from the music business, you know, like myself. So it's loosely based on my life and she's bringing back the funk. So it was great for me to do this project because it got me out of the box of, 
just doing um, what people thought I could just only do as far as just kind of pop and R&B. This is more funky mm-hmm. um, side of me, which I love. My, you know, because some of my influences, most people don't know this, but if you go to a Karen White show, you're going to see some Al Green, some James Brown, some uh, Luther, uh, Prince, Michael. So those are the kind of Tina Turner, right, right. Shaka. So I'm very, very wild and I love it. So Gail Storm is kind of all of those people (laughs) on stage. (laughs) Now, speaking of this film that I read, you wrote all of the music for it. Is that correct? Well, co-wrote. Yeah, yeah, Mm co-wrote. Now, what is your process for writing music? Because I read you wrote in like 2.5, like short time. You wrote all of the music very fast. No, not wrote it. No, I didn't write it. I've sung it. We uh, sang all the songs in two and a half days, but we wrote it in about a month. Mm -hmm. Okay. This was because it's called when you're an entrepreneur and you're an owner of your label, you ain't got no time. So right. <laughs> before I could be in the studio with Jimmy and Terry, we had, you know, we owned the studio. Right. So it was like I could go in and be spoiled. But this time, you know, it was like we were on the clock and, you know, we did this on a shoestring budget to prove that we could do it. Mm-hmm. Because people tell you when, you know, everything costs so much in films. And my partner and I, Derek Muhammad, he comes from the school of Oscar was it Oscar Michelle, correct? Where, you know, we what you know, he's the first inventor uh, in black film and black cinema. So we just, uh, we really come from the streets of like, you know, it doesn't take money. It just Mm -hmm. takes ingenuity. So this film, um, the music was was great. I worked with uh, DOA, who is uh, a bad boy. I've, you know, worked with him before Mm -hmm. on product, uh, on uh, other product, projects. I keep saying products. So, but yeah, it was, it was, it was really cool this time and doing it. And uh, like I said, only having, I would shoot in the morning. I would do from five to twelve. I would do vocals, and then from one to one in the morning, I would we would shoot the movie. So indeed. Now, as you said, you co-wrote with your partner, there, Derek Muhammad, three of the songs. What was the inspirations for those songs? Oh well, a lot of the songs were about you know the movie. So it was up you know where I belong and um, I am the storm and uh, you know hurricane. Just kind of what Gail Storm was going through through the movie, Um, and uh, that reflected some of the music and well, pretty much all of the music. So no doubt. Now, owning and operator of Karen White Enterprise has being an entrepreneur was something you always aspired to do. Yeah, actually, I was doing that. At when I was in elementary, okay. I was a little promoter. I would, you know, go to the. Yeah, I really would. I'd put together groups, and uh, we go. I would, you know, go to like PTA. And, I cannot perform, and you know, can we put together this dance troupe? And I, I didn't realize I was doing that at an early age, and I was very focused. And I think that focus was even more so than my talent because I was so driven, and I knew what I wanted to be at an early age, and I had such a confidence from my parents. Um, you know, I still feel like that's a big part of me feeling like I can do anything. There's nothing. I don't let age or any, you know, any other outside factor stop me. I believe that if it's something that um, I want in my life, I can achieve it if I put the work in. Absolutely. Now, owning your own label now, how do you feel with women now not just being beauty and not just being talent, but also having that business mentality? Like, do you feel like that's really important nowadays? Oh, my God. Of course. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, business is number one. It's, you know, um, you're going to learn, you know, before when I was in the industry, before I was married to Terry Lewis and and really, really, that's where I took on really my business. Mm -hmm. Um, 
mindset really when I got around Jimmy and Terry and just saw how, you know, they ran their whole business and operation. But uh, as an artist, having success so young, because when I first came out, I think I was like 22 and I had, you know, gold records, first gold record, second gold record, platinum. Yeah. So I had to learn. It was on the in, it was on the job training. And right. it's sad because, um, you know, I lost I paid a lot of people on the gross and paid accountants a bunch of money. And and this is so crazy because I would be on the road. And, of course, we're young and you're just thinking, you know, I don't have time, you know, right. um, you know, write the checks. I'm like, I would never, right, you right. never turn over <laughs> right. your account Power, yeah. and your checking book mm-hmm. to an accountant, mm-hmm. you know. So those are just lessons that I've learned. And um, I wouldn't do that now. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. And I'm always trying to tell uh you know, especially being in this business to, you know, have multiple streams of income, you right. know. And so that's what I want to do. Not only that's why I'm still I'm flipping the house. I have this we have this project this, that we own this film. And people say, well, you know, why are you guys? Why don't you try to sell it to Netflix mm-hmm. or Hulu, which that will happen. But we're trying to not only just make a film, we want to make films at Karen White Enterprises. Right. We want to change and shape, uh, you know, how black people are seen globally. And mm-hmm. to do that, you know, like I said, it's that growing pain of like, okay, well, mm-hmm. small steps. And we just ask for you guys to support Indeed. our projects. Um, and if you, you know, check it out, go to karenwhite.me, K-A-R-Y-N-W-H-I-T-E dot me. And you can see the trailer. Go to galeinthestorm.com, G-A-L-E, and the storm, S-T-R-O-M dot com, and check it out. We're on Amazon uh, too. So now I was kind of taking a little back, not from a negative standpoint, but just to see how strong of an advocate you was for the funk, knowing that you came into <laughs> the industry on the R and B tip. Like, tell us how that all came Make about. Make it funky. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, I mean, I love, I love, uh, I mean. Come on, like Rick James, right. and I mean, it's just hard not to. Parliament, come on, man. Mm-hmm. Um, Bootsy. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I just missed that era of music, mm-hmm. and I was really inspired by my boy Childish Gambino. Yeah, we was gonna I talk about him. that. Of course, say well. So when I heard that album, I'm like, oh, <laughs> yes, and I love where he was going. So I was like, well, wow, he was so different from everybody else mm-hmm. doing the same pop stuff and right, so right. that was really uh, I was excited and actually I have a song called um, what was that called Lame Excuses that kind of came from that from that stay woke bootsy type of okay. feel okay. so I just appreciate all kinds of music of course but the funk is just like come on man we can anticipate a Danny Glover <laughs> collaboration oh, oh man I would love to I would love to. He's he's such a talented guy. I was, you know, I'm really proud of what he's doing. No doubt. Now share mm-hmm. that amazing backstory to the film you guys told. I mean, that is crazy. How, as she said, you did some writing for the, you know, the yeah, soundtrack. And yeah. Utilizing some some uh, students from the school. No, God. Oh yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Okay, so we are. Um, Okay, so we said we had this budget of, you know, 20000 and we didn't want to, you know, spend any more. So Derek met with these brothers that went to um, Morehouse right, right. and uh, vetted them and really great brothers who he's had. We had seen some of their work and really liked some of their mm-hmm. web series. And that's why you got to just keep doing your thing because you never know who's going to see it, you know. Mm-hmm. So we met with them and um, we told them, about, you know, we wanted to do this project and uh, we went to we shot everything in Sacramento and it was seven days. 
we did it and we pulled it off. And it's like, it's such a great feeling because um, a lot of people start something, especially mm-hmm. like a movie. Right. And to be able to like write it and pull it off and all under 20,000, we was like, we did the damn no, thing. Even if that. nothing even happens. It already it, happened. I know. We did it, huh? <laughs> we did that. It's in history. Maybe no I'll doubt. be like, you know, I just went and saw Grace Jones's movie. Mm-hmm. She has an independent film out uh, last week. And, um, I mean, you just, you know, you never know what's going to happen. You know, just leaving a legacy. And right. It'll be like, you know, it was pretty dope seeing her do her thing, too. Now talk about that indie experience and the freedom that it brings after being a signed artist. <laughs> Man, I love being, I love it, I love it. Um, but I, the other part, being an indie artist, you know, you have to do it all. That works. I kind of, that part I don't like. I was telling uh, my partner, I'm like, sometimes I just want to, you know, I just want to be creative. So, but I have to worry about, you know, the business and all the other things that have to come with it. But, um you know, the indie spirit is just great having, you know, having that freedom to to do what you want to do. Because when I was with Warner Brothers, it was it was interesting because with on my first project, I was with the great my manager was Larkin Arnold and he was the president of CBS. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he signed Sade and Luther and negotiated the deal with Michael Jackson Thriller. So he's a beast. Right. OK. Um, second. So then I started. I don't know what happened, but I, I guess I was on one. So I'm like, oh, I want to get, you know, a pop manager. So I get with the George Michaels manager. And I feel like when I got with them on the second album that it took a turn. Like a lot of the great music wasn't really what I wanted to put out. They put out the pop stuff. Mm-hmm. So some of those ballads and things like that never really got to see the day of light. Mm-hmm. So I love the fact that I don't have to, I can control my own destiny, Mm -hmm. you know, with what I feel I am and and showcase all these different sides and colors. And so that's what's up. Okay. Now, Mother's Day is coming up. So happy early Mother's Day to you. Thank you. And I was listening to your song with my mom the other day, right? Your Superwoman songs. That's my Superwoman. She's my everything. So I want to know, who are some women in the industry that inspire you, whether it be music or film, just all over Wow. Well, first of all, in the industry, uh, man, Ava DuVernay, of course, I love, love her. you know, what she's doing in film and um, Oprah, of course. Of she's course. A, you know, <laughs> gotta say, or she's Oprah. Like, I got my Yes, <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, I love what Beyonce's, you know, doing, of mm-hmm. course, the, the youth. Um, gosh, I think that's it. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of women, that, but, yeah. but probably those are the three that come to mind. And, and of course, my mother was my superwoman. Yeah, That's yeah. who I s- thought about when I sang the song. I was too young. I didn't know what the hell. Yeah. Super, superwoman in the making. Yeah, what did I know about? I ain't been through nothing. I ain't right, been through right. no disappointment, no heartbreak. Well, no, you sung it. No, what? No cellulite? <laughs> None of that. <laughs> <laughs> now, you got a little something you brought with us. A little, yeah. One of the soundtracks, Hurricane. Tell us and introduce that one about that. Oh. Hurricane. Woo, these are some lyrics, y'all. This is uh, you know, she's like true force. Oh, that's oh, oh that's a hurricane. Oh yeah, this that was inspired by Tina Turner, that Phil Spector joint. Okay. A little bit. Some I took some of that on the bridge. Um, and you may hear it, I don't know. This is maybe going back to the sixties, y'all. <laughs> but um, of course, you know, I loved I loved Tina and so that mm-hmm. was kind of uh had that kind of English gotcha. that, British thing on it. We're about to play right now. All right. (laughs) 
than Marlena, a.k.a. Lois Lane. Breakfast is over. It's dinner time now on It's Bigger Than Hip Hop with your host, Jeff Hodges, on iHeartRadio every Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern. It's bigger, it's bigger, it's bigger than hip hop, yeah. Nah, I'm really liking that. I yeah. definitely, I got that <laughs> Phil Spector, Tina Turner thing. Oh, Once you, you said it, it yeah, I, I connected it. It was definitely it was digging like, that. Yeah. And I was tripping off of the 60s thing. I was, you know, shoot up, do. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was like, oh, yeah, kind of, yeah, I forgot we took that home. Okay. Yeah, yeah okay. That. Thank you. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's so different. You right. Know? Mm-hmm. So that's the thing. When you hear it, it's like, oh, huh, it's kind of refreshing. And that's what we need now. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Congratulations on your UB Honors nomination for Gale and the Storm soundtrack and best independent R&B album. Thank you. No doubt, no doubt. You've now been let's, doing your homework, oh, no boy. Question. <laughs> I was like, no this question. is a great interview. Appreciate it. Yeah. Now, as you said, I do my homework. I checked you guys out, you and Derek Muhammad there, and I listened to you made a, a point, Derek, about how the industry is no longer that old vehicle and the model and the change. I wanted you to elaborate on that. Wow, okay. <laughs> get in here, get in here. <laughs> um... The industry, say that again so I can make sure I'm In regards to the point you made, you say it's not that same model. You know, we we got to jumpstart with a new approach. You know, uh, with the internet, right now, it's wide open. The big field's awake, the wide awake man. Before, it was all closed. You had to go through the internet. You had to go through Hollywood. You had to go through some kind of record label. 
But with the internet right now, if you use it as a tool for your benefit, right. you can change the game. So what we did was we understood that she had a specific fan base and we knew that we would market to that fan base. Mm -hmm. And if it blow up, which we expecting it to blow up, no doubt. then it would spread like wildfire. And that's the reason why we wanted to keep the budget small mm -hmm. so the revenue would be recouped mm -hmm. and then we can wash, rinse, and repeat. No doubt. Because the thing is having power and control of your content. Mm -hmm. Before, they, they had this industry set up where you got a half a penny like little Richard mm -hmm. <laughs> on his record, mm -hmm. how you split half a penny. Right. But now you can get the whole 1999 and mm -hmm. then go out and uh, pay your royalties to whoever else was on the album. Mm -hmm. So it's just about being in the business of the entertainment business. Absolutely. Definitely wanted you to make that point. Because right now we talk about indie artists and the importance of just, like you said, owning your own content. And um, in 2017, you landed a reoccurring role, Mrs. White. Over there on BET-centric <laughs> yes. TV, uh, Beauty and the Baller as Trophy Wife's Kim Banks. Tell us a little about that and when we can see that pop on our screen. Oh, okay. Well, actually, that came out in last August. Mm -hmm. I think we had a run on Centric. Okay, and you and got picked up. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, um, I w yeah, I played, uh, that was my first role. Shout out to Michael Ajakwe. Um, Emmy Award winning Michael Ajakwe, okay. who he wrote, you know, stuff for Martin and Maisha and mm -hmm. Moesha, Maisha. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that was my first uh, acting debut, and um, in Los Angeles, it's it was really a it was fun. You know, he did the same thing. He shot it. Um, we Ray Parker is one of the producers, and um, we we shot it. We shot it in like I think a month. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, he took four years for it to get picked up. So it was really a blessing. He called me like three years later or four mm -hmm. and going, okay, we just got picked up. I'm like, uh, okay. I mean, you know, so there you go, talking about the value of owning mm -hmm. your own content. And um, so, you know, I definitely was inspired to see what he did and see that, you know, sometimes as an independent artist, you know, it's not like when you put out a record at a major, you only got a certain amount of time. So no with us, it's like, it's new. If you ain't heard it, <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> you never heard it. Most people never heard their soundtrack. So it's mm -hmm. just, you know, it's just taking that, you know, that slow walk and that, um, you know, we just just got to keep, keep grinding. You know, you got to know that you know that it's going to happen and you just got to keep doing it. I mean, and that's what we were, Derek and I were talking about on the way over here. We were saying how, a lot of black people, you know, with this, you know, just I don't know what it is about our culture. You mm -hmm. know, we want we will support other things that we think are hot. But mm -hmm. if you're not hot, you know, it's like, yeah, that's a you whole, know, that's a that's whole, a whole nother, nother thing. So <laughs> yeah. it's like, you know, we we want to uh, we just got to support each other mm -hmm. more. And um, that's I, I just hope that I'll be, you know, opening up that door for the next person you know mm -hmm. who's going to come and you know with the project because I, I support people no doubt mm -hmm. well people can come support you i read yes. you're going on an upcoming tour yes in south africa uk japan talk yes. about it yes well we're looking to um gale in the storm we'd like to take it on the road and um, we're going to be doing something here in atlanta Ooh. at sweet lounge hopefully i'll have a day anytime soon but make sure you come see the love show because yeah <laughs> this is going to be such a i mean it's going to be an experience uh, experience um i got some you know the storm so we'll be playing and rocking out and um we'll be doing uh, a lot of 
a lot of stuff from the um from the album and then some you know of course i got to do my classics but right. y'all got to let me be me <laughs> like, i'm just not going to sing you know my nah, hits you nah, know i got to introduce you to the new that's right, yeah that's right yeah. like i said reinventing yourself is an art form mm-hmm. so it's a beautiful thing we can't get stuck in what we you know exactly that's what i'm trying to tell him i'm like i think <laughs> come on now y'all got to let me do something let her breathe let her let, live let can she live yeah let me live All right. i want to live <laughs> Tell them where they can get that movie, Gail in the Storm. Gail in the Storm at gailinthestorm.com. G A L E and the Storm.com. For $4.99 to rent or $9.99 to purchase it. And you can get the soundtrack at karenwhite.me. K A R Y N W H I T E.me. Sign up there. Um, right now, you'll, if you go to my page, you'll see that I'm flipping a home in Atlanta. So you get to see the business side of me. And mm-hmm. I've talked to you about how to purchase homes, how to flip them smart. Um, and how to, you know, how to how to be an entrepreneur and just uh, be beyond just, uh, you know, a music, musician, you know, right. you got to be it all. So be Most, a superwoman. Multi yes. faceted. Multi, can't, can't just be pretty yeah, anymore. Yeah, <laughs> you can't just be pretty. You got to do it all. Do like it all. Multiple <laughs> streams of incomes. And then uh, also shout out to my baby, Ashley Nicole Lewis. Mini me. No doubt. <laughs> doing her thing over there. Doing her thing. I'm proud of her. Yeah, that was pretty cool seeing her doing the news. Looking I like know. you. Look She's something else. She's something else. Yeah, okay. I'm really proud of her. Did you catch the acting bug? Because I know I did. I was up in Black Panther as an extra, so I know oh, I caught it. So you catch that acting awesome. bug? I saw you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. You know, but it's, it's you know, we've been, we take lessons and acting ain't no joke. No. I mean, you know, to be right. great at anything. So we're, you know, I'm still taking lessons and I'm looking forward to this next project and whatever else we're going to do. But yeah, okay. definitely love acting. Got to do it all. Be, I love, I'm an entertainer. Mm-hmm. So when I go on stage, it's like all of that. That's why I love performing because you get to use every oh, part of you. That's right. You know, so especially me, because when I, <laughs> I mean, I, I love, um, it's just a whole nother person that takes over. Um, and um, acting really helped me with my performance. I didn't realize how free it makes you mm-hmm. because you have to get up and do monologues. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of rejection in acting. Oh, I went yeah. to all these auditions oh. and not get it. So it just right. makes you tough. And right. you're just like, fuck it. Right. You know right. what I mean? Right. So right. I love, <laughs> I know, I'm sorry, y'all. But yeah. <laughs> No, it really makes you just, you know, and I really want to say that, you know, you have to feel like I'm a bad motherfucker. I'm a bad motherfucker. (laughs) And you really have to have that about yourself. I'm not saying be arrogant. No, no, no. But you got to confidence. Yeah. Yeah. And you got to believe in that. You know, you got to believe in yourself. You don't. Nobody else will. Exactly. It's exactly. definitely been an honor yes. and a pleasure. Aww. Thank you so much Thank for joining you. us. You too. It was, it was fun, you guys. <laughs> no I had a good time. I can't stop staring at your hair. It's so oh, beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> wish you continued success and all the best. You too. I wish you guys the same. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. You guys, y'all Blessings. make sure y'all get out there and check out that girl in the storm. It's a fissure tissue. You heard? Right here on this Bigger Than Hip Hop. Until next time. Stay up, everybody. We will see y'all next week. We got to get up out of here. Yeah. Peace.
Radio.com, New York City, always talking about everything. 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 